The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 803 of the series. How did I do this? Not like that. Ah, like that. This is episode 803 of Farlands or Busts. As we close, or we try to close the last ID hole. Listen, this whole terrain offset block situation is, is real, real shifty to work with. Uh, but yeah, like I said, this is episode 803 of Far Lands or Bust here in Minecraft Beta 173. And we are con we are continuing west towards these here Far Lands. This episode coming out on Sunday, October 18th, 2020, being recorded the day before here live on Twitch. And over at farlandsorbust.com, what was that? Did you see that over there? It is. No, it's a sheep. I thought it was a skeleton. Ah. Oh well. Um, <laughs> perhaps it is a skeleton dressed as a sheep. Yeah, over at farlandsorbust.com, we're raising money for Equal Justice Initiative. And we're up to $1,757.83. Got a, quite a, a lot of donations in the last week. Much appreciated. Helping the nonprofit human rights organization. Committed to ending mass incarceration, excessive punishment, challenging racial and economic injustice, and protecting basic human rights. For the most vulnerable people here in the United States. Farlandsorbust.com. <clears throat> Bubble in my throat. Uh, and that is where you can uh, go to the Tiltify campaign and donate. Much appreciated indeed. Everybody who has and everybody who's given questions here. Giving me things to talk about. An answer here as we carry on this very, very long journey. This very... Very long journey. Alright, Wolfie. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Woof. Indubitably. Indubitably. What was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about something. But I, I don't know how important it is. Or if it was anything. <laughs> to be honest. Because I can't remember. So let's just jump into the questions. One Cone Dodger was very upset that I didn't get around to answering his question at the end of the last episode, so we're gonna start with that one after I cut down this tree. Heartbroken, I hear. Heartbroken. Uh, Cone asks, what the heck was that? Uh, Cone asks, 
Is there any remaining real-life activity that doesn't have a simulator game made about it that you would actually want? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I should have thought about this more <laughs> to have like an answer ready. I don't think so. I mean that the uh, the the be a, a a passenger on a flight simulator just came out. I'd like to try it, but I've heard it's kind of crashy and buggy right now. Uh, I think it's called airplane mode, where you're just a passenger on an airplane. Um, it's like desert bus, but you're a passenger. Uh, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is there's at least one company that just mass produces these simulator uh, uh, the games, but they're always disappointing. Like even the, uh, even honestly, like the more popular ones, like House Flipper is like, that's not really, it's like mostly house cleaner for a while before you like get a bunch of upgrades. And then even then, but then we tried Yacht Repair Mechanic. Yo, it was Yacht Flipper. And it wasn't even, it was like, you gotta screw this bolt in, and then it was just like a little mini game for you to like hold the thing and make make the, the lever go. It's like, that's not, that's not even like an enjoyable gameplay mechanic. Huh. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an activity. Like, honestly, like the cooking simulators are disappointing too. Because they're like silly, but not silly enough. But they're also serious, but not serious enough. Um, I, I feel like it, 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 the, these simulator go, games should either go all the way to like Surgeon Simulator levels of ridiculousness and just physics silliness, uh, or they need to like actually try to simulate the the activity. Anywhere in between, I feel gets gets lost and unfortunate. Man, I really don't know. This is a difficult one. Like, I wonder... <sighs> yeah, I, I like wonder if there could... Like, there's Flight Simulator, obviously, that uses... the Not Google Maps, but Bing Maps or something like that. Satellite imagery and stuff. Could the same thing be done for like a 
driving simulator? Not really, to that extent. I mean, truck sim is kind of the closest we get to a attempt to really, like, create a drivable world. Um, yeah, and I've seen, like, racing games that they take Google's map satellite photos and make you drive around them top-down. Or even, like, what about just, like, oceans? Like, is there not, like, boating simulator? Like, maybe that's boring as hell. <laughs> I'm even thinking just like, okay, maybe like yacht, not yacht, uh, kayaking or, or, or ocean. Yeah, maybe ocean simulator where it's, you can do boats or you can do submarines. Um, you know, kind of like an abzu, but the ocean. Wait a minute, that didn't make a, a lick of sense. <laughs> it's like Abzu, but you're underwater. <laughs> uh, um, sailing sims are a thing? Yeah, I, I guess I'm more interested in the less about like simulating the activity. Like if Flight Simulator didn't make you learn every button and knob on a 747, like if I could just take flight and like fly around and enjoy which I know you can do but um, just like with a boating thing I kind of just want to explore or explore the coastlines or the rivers or something or the, the, the lakes uh, or go underwater and stuff like that you know as opposed to Subnautica is a very gamified alien look at that and there was that other, there was a game we recently played that was like a scuba diving game, but it in and of itself tried a bit too hard to have like a story and it was very fictionalized. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, it was like bird watching. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's the sort of thing where it's like, well, it might just be better to do the actual thing. I suppose. Sleeping simulator! No? Anybody? Okay. And awakeness. Whoop. And some boatsness. Oop. There's so many farming simulators. The only thing I like about them is if they're free, open world, and I do everything but farm. Speaking of farming, Daniel Flamino asks, Would you rather live as a farmer in medieval Europe or as an English factory worker during the Industrial Revolution? Well, a factory worker during the Industrial Revolution. Uh, probably isn't a very 
positive place to be. Because, you know, that was before there were any workers' rights and most of the factory workers were children. And they would lose limbs and arms and lives. Yeah, it is gonna be pretty short-lived. Uh, oops. You got chewed up by the machine. Too bad your family gets nothing. Next worker! Um, so I'm gonna say no to that dog. Uh, <laughs> um, I suppose a farmer in medieval Europe, as long as I can, like, stay away from all the medieval chaos and upheaval and unpleasantness, and I can just live quietly <laughs> on my land and do farm things, then I suppose I would choose that. But neither of those are particularly appealing to me. I'm ha I have really not much interest in, like, history of human history. I should specify, I guess. I, I have no interest in... Like, period dramas and movies. It's just not particularly like... I mean, these are both very Western... Uh, 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 categories you've given me as well, and it's honestly all we're ever taught in schools. Uh, there's a whole world of other stuff going on at the same time. So yeah, can I take neither? <laughs> uh, neither of those sound particularly uplifting or even just livable. <laughs> Oh, man. Ooh, look at that tree! That almost looks like the tree I made for the end of the Season 5. Season 6? Season 6? Season 6. Sure, let's call it that. Yeah, I don't know. That That's a specific question, thank you, but kind of, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not at all intrigued by that sort of stuff, I guess. You know what I am intrigued in, though? This question that Tyler asks, how... Oh, whoops, I kind of skipped one. We'll get back to that. How did you get into astronomy? If you were to become an astronaut, is there a place you'd like to visit in particular? Um, ah! The bottom of the ocean. Um, I, I've always been into astronomy. I think it is, it is ebbed and waned. Ebbed and waned? Aren't those the same things? You know what I mean. Throughout my life, uh, I remember like in third grade or something like that, my favorite day was when we did astronomy. And like that was like one day. And then there's astronomy in science class. Okay, moving on. Um, and then to the point where I finally 
bothered my parents enough to get me a telescope when I was like 11 or 12, but ended up getting a cheap department store telescope that was really no good, difficult to aim, crappy tiny little eyepieces, and uh, I guess that it was just difficult to find and look at anything. Nary the occasional moon. Um, so I kind of lost it for the most of my growing days until until I got kind of back into it as an adult in like my mid-twenties. I started following when the space station would fly overhead and watch that. And then I would notice other satellites and things and then I would... I started going to an astronomy club and then from that I decided on like a first real telescope to have. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there and just... It, honestly it was the club. Being part of the club, going out to the dark sites, I ended up like going onto the, like their board, the board of the club. I was a board member and uh, you know, it was just kind of a, a, a group to be part of, although I was like, it was, it's mostly, you know, older guys. The board club! Um, so I was like the youngest person at most of the meetings and things like that. Um, and then of course when I moved, I kind of lost, I didn't, I stopped doing it. And I've even stopped mostly doing it as well. I've, I donated that telescope to the astronomy club. I sold my other ones. I just have one more. Um, I only recently took it out like last year because the girlfriend hadn't ever looked through a telescope and showed her Saturn and Jupiter. Um, she's very interested but yeah I haven't used it since then. So yeah it's a bit of a thing. <laughs> it's a bit of a thing and of course like I've, I did a lot of the stuff with going to the NASA socials and launches and and the Cassini ending thing at JPL and the Juno launch and um, so yeah it's a it's a it's it's a hobby that has been for a while if I was to become an astronaut where would you like to visit space <laughs> like I, I there really is no other place to visit right now um. Whoops! I threw my bed in the water. Well, that's the soggy mattress. That's my high school garage band's name. Soggy mattress. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The moon would be cool. So would Mars or other places, but it's kind of like I'm I'm very bad at the hypotheticals. Uh that's definitely a spawner. But that's that's a deep, dark, and dangerous one. I don't feel like I want to take the time to dig that out. So we're just gonna pass it up. I didn't I didn't particularly see any cobblestone. So we're just gonna pretend we never synced it. Bloink. 
Indeed. Going back to the question I accidentally skipped. Key Sky or Quay Sky. What are some games from your early YouTube days that never took off like you thought they would? Uh, I'm assuming you mean like never took off as like a series or perhaps just as a game? Hmm. Hmm. Some games that never took off like you thought they would. Hmm. I guess the fact that they didn't take off. Cone has an answer for this from your own channel. from mine. I can't even remember like any of the games. I gotta like look at my playlists. I can't think of one. <laughs> like I, I remember the ones that did take off that I never expected would like Sinking Simulator or or rigs of rods uh, that sort of stuff that's a surprise wreckfest yeah i that i feel like is a problem of the early access syndrome like it was interesting and got views when it was like the tech demo and and like the, the first track that came out, but like after five years of it being developed, trying to then come out with a multiplayer series, uh, I could see it, it, it just had lost its glint, I suppose. Let's go to sleep. And awakeness. Wolf, continuing on. Um, yeah, Wreckfest, I suppose. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's a rough one. That's a tough one and a rough one. Uh, I guess I would have hoped that Hellblade got got like the same sort of response as enthusiastic as I am about the game, right? Like I thought it could have been a bigger deal, but it just seems kind of like it's kind of a, a like everybody who has played it is like, yeah, that's a really good game, but it hasn't got the widespread appeal that I feel like a game of that quality could be. And I don't know why that is. The length, the, uh, you know, I saw a bunch of like comments. Why, why is this game only $35? You know, like, like it's a bad thing. Um, right, true. You do, it is, it is a bit more of a mature and not, not in the, rating sense but in the in the theme thematic sense 
storyline. Yeah, so much so that I did a costume on it. Um, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta be in the same mindset. You gotta be worn down a bit by life. <laughs> so yeah, that's that that's that's a tough question because I honestly, YouTube is now just where Far Lands or Bust lives, and I I barely <laughs> I barely use YouTube to any degree that I used to. I can't even remember. Like, yeah, I suppose even I, I could say the, the, the flight, Microsoft Flight, which was like the light flight simulator. I think that was partly the fault of the game, but also like there's just not a huge audience for flight sim stuff. Similar to like racing. I, I, it would be awesome if like racing games were to take off on my channel because I enjoy them, but they they never do. I, I suppose if you had a channel dedicated to racing from the get go, but even then, I don't. I don't. I, that, that's tough. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really have no specifics. Like obviously, I. It had an audience, and I really loved Eidolon, but I knew that wasn't going to be a, a popular series or a like AAA attention-grabbing game. Um, but I enjoyed it, so I kept up with it. Look at this place! Neat. Well, let's see here. Doc Gratis. Have you ever been to a music festival? What was your first concert? Have you ever been to really have you ever been to any concerts you really enjoyed? Any acts that are great live? Boy, this is the wrong time to ask this question. <laughs> um ooh, look at this neat little waterfall. You know what I haven't been doing? I haven't been I haven't been taking screenshots for uh ha ha! -ha! My thumbnails. Boop. Boop. Um, I haven't been to too many shows. Shock that I'm not huge into going to live events <laughs> and musical uh, crowded places. Um, music festivals? I don't think think so. Um, again, not really... I wish I had gone to one of the Lollapaloozas that like Radiohead played, um, but I didn't because it was Lollapalooza. And it's like, well, am I gonna spend $90 to see one act out of the, 
you know, whatever, how many are playing on that one day you get the ticket for. Um, but I did, I've multiple times I saw Sigur Rós live and they're very good live because all the times I've seen them, it was a, it was at a sit down venue. It was in a, a theater and you, you got a seat and you got to sit down and like you got kind of space to actually enjoy it. And they're very excellent, very excellent live. And I saw them multiple times, at least four times. One of which, one of which, um, uh, uh, oh God, I forgot his internet name. Remember who, who, uh, uh, Joseph, Joseph Lincoln. Uh, what was his internet name? What was his gaming name? He opened for Sigurus with his band. And apparently I watched that live <laughs> and uh, didn't realize it. Only realized it later when we started talking on the internet. What was his, what was his name? Before he changed it to his real name on the internet. Cone, help. He was on the Dream City Dream Crushers. Clunch City Dream Crushers. Uh. Uh. See, this is how much I've detached my brain from YouTube. Lofty? Wait, was that Lofty? Or was that... No, yeah, no. Wait. <laughs> no, that wasn't... That wasn't Wolves. I think that was Lofty, right? <laughs> um... There were there there were, it was there were two of them. There was ah jeez. I don't remember their internet names. And we met at PAX Boston and hung out even. Yeah, I think it was Lofty. I think he went by Lofty. Fabe? No, Fabe. Yeah, I know Fabe. Fabe is German. There was Lofty, Fabe. There's amnesia, and there was that other guy <laughs> uh, who was mostly seen with Lofty in videos and things. I mean, they've all stopped doing YouTube, so did it start with a V? Yeah, Lofty went on to being Joseph Lincoln and was doing his like vegan vlog channel stuff, but even that he stopped doing. But yeah. Anyway, long story short, he was in a band that opened for Sigur Ross once and it was only upon talking to him that then he mentioned he, he knows Sigur Ross and like has hung out with them and is like friends with Jonesy, the lead singer and stuff. But I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I think I saw your band open for them once. Um... I have I've I've seen like Interpol live once. I didn't like the venue. It was a standing up and the audio was really bad at that venue. I went with my sisters because they're fans. Fultron! That's that's Fultron. Okay. So yeah, it was Lofty was Lofty. Lofty was Joseph Lincoln. And Fultron. Fultron. Thank you, Cone. <laughs> You've saved You've saved minutes of anguish and confusion. <laughs> oh man. 
Uh, I don't think I've really been met to many other live performances. I went to one with a girlfriend that she wanted to see last year. Um, again, too loud. <laughs> too loud. Bring bring your earphones, your your earphones, your earplugs, to a music show because it's too loud and we're old. Indeed, but I guess musical performances are a thing of the past. I'll just just buy your music directly from them at like a place like Bandcamp because streaming services like Spotify and whatnot don't pay them a single cent. I mean, they maybe do pay them a cent per 10,000 listens, but that's about it. All right, well, that was an interesting one, if not a little bit hodgepodge for an episode. Just sitting back and trying to get my old man brain to remember names, the fake names of real people I've met <laughs> throughout the years. No, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Uh, let's, Wolfie, let's dig in here. Excuse. I should probably make a little beach for him so he doesn't fall into the water. Huh? Oops, that's not the way to do it. Oh, oh my god, what have I done? Listen, what are you doing up there? <laughs> Wait. Alright, um... This is fine. We're under control. Where's my dirt? There you go. No, don't go off the edge. There, there. All right, Wolfie's safe-ish. Let's make this a regular. Give me some, some room to breathe here. Secure the doorway. And remind everybody to go to farlandsbus.com to donate to our charity fundraiser for Equal Justice Initiative. Make these beds. Oh man, I almost don't have enough wood. But I do. But I almost don't. Um, boy, I'm gonna need an iron pickaxe soon, but I have no more inventory, so we'll deal with that in the next time. Indeed. So yeah, we still do have a few more questions to get through if I didn't get to your question. Fret not. It's on the list. And you can get your question on the list by donating farlinesorbus.com. Much appreciated. And uh, yeah, have a good uh, rest of your week. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> Oops, 
you got chewed up by the machine.